guys, and welcome back to another episode of Food School Smarter, Stronger, Lena podcast on a mission to change the way the world eats. My name is Angela Sharina. I'm a certified nutritionist, health nutrition, brain performance, productivity coach, and just someone with a lot, a lot of passion for sharing nutrition knowledge. So you guys too can use nutrition and some lifestyle tools to feel and look and do your absolute best. And guys, I'm also still, of course, discovering all of these tools, and our science is developing faster than ever. So we're kind of like never done, right? You're just getting better and better and better. And at this point, I feel like I got a lot of shit covered, like literally. I wake up and I can't say that there is a point in the day when I don't feel like doing anything. Like when I don't feel like doing anything, I know how to put myself into the state when I feel like this is the freaking the best thing ever that I uh, that I get to do, right? And it's about nutrition and also about cognitive behavioral tools, meaning I know how to talk to myself. <clears throat> it's also about designing environment with views, with sounds, with people, with reading material, with music. I know how to make my brain work the way I want it to work at any point of the day. But that, of course, requires also consistent actions, right? I sleep well, I make sure I hydrate, I exercise, I meditate, I take cold showers. Like, I do all of the, of the basics quite consistently. And when I have to, like, wake up at four or earlier to do a talk, to get a call, I can do that too. You know, not every day, like I don't like and it's not really a good idea for any human being to have schedule all over the place. But when I need to do that, I can do that. And I know how to do my best at any time of the day. Um, I remember, you know, the last talk I gave to Digital Nomad Community uh, here in Playa del Carmen in Mexico, um, I was giving a talk, it was, I think, around 5 p.m. I wouldn't say it's my best time, but not worst either. But then a couple of days before, I didn't really feel like my best self, like my energy was down. You know, I think maybe there was some bug inside of me. You never know, you know, just the energy wasn't there. But I'm like, you know, Angela, yeah, you might not feeling that great today, but when you need to perform, when you're about to get on stage, you know how to make yourself feel the way you need to feel, to flow through experience, deliver information in a way that inspire people to take actions, right? And I did just that. And when I watched the recording, you know, professionally done and edited videos, I was really happy with what I did. I was, yeah, that was good. You know, I could do that. And I almost forgot that just before that, I didn't really feel that great. So that's what you can also do when you have the knowledge. Again, emotions, your mental state, they're not, even your personality traits, guys, they're not permanent states. You can change them with certain nutrition, certain behaviors, and neuroscience and nutrition and health sciences, they are coming out with more and more amazing research and protocols we all can use with either no investment or very little. And so soon we'll all have the ability to become uh, and live our, as our best versions every day, right? That is fascinating for me. 
I'm really happy to live in this day and age, even though sometimes it feels like the world is a little bit crazy, right? We saw this COVID first and then Russian-Ukrainian crisis and God knows what's going to happen next day. But also, guys, please do remember that we are still living in the most abundant, peaceful time of our history. And just because we have so much media and exposure and so many news, quote-unquote, channels and everyone is broadcasting something... That's why it feels at times overwhelming, not because we are experiencing more than our ancestors. No, our ancestors actually had to go through <laughs> much more shit than we do now. So uh, it's all good. Not perfect, but we're going to be okay. We're going to figure shit out like we always do, right? Um, guys, today we are finalizing our week um, when we are talking about different nutrients that you um, might be probably missing on a certain nutrition diet protocol that you chose for one reason or the other, whether um, it's your ethical, ethical reasons, maybe it's your health, maybe it's some experiment, uh, maybe it's for the planet, uh, maybe for some other reason, uh, you know, whatever that reason is. The theme of this week is whenever you choose a certain nutritional protocol, whenever specifically you choose to exclude certain foods and food groups, I'm talking about not products, but whole foods, right? For example, you don't eat dairy, or you don't eat beans, or you don't eat meat, or you don't eat, um, I don't know, fish, or you don't eat, I don't know, greens. I don't know. You know, there are so many things you cannot, people choose not to eat these days. And I want you to understand that with each food group, the less variety it is in your daily meal plan, the less variety of nutrients you get, and the more chance you have to get deficient in certain nutrients and get overloaded with other nutrients. And having too much is also not great for most nutrients. Like, too bad can be um, as bad or at least not great as having too little, right? So that's why having a balanced diet, having variety in your diet is a really good, neat hack to not be in that place where you are either under-consuming certain things and that can result in different health issues and problems, or you over-consuming things and that can also result in health issues, or, of course, mental and brain uh, performance issues. So, I personally... I try to include as many food groups as possible on a daily basis. And even in each food group, like let's say I eat vegetables, I don't just eat one vegetable every day. Whenever I go to a supermarket, whatever variety of vegetables I have, I try to use different colors, different vegetables, whatever is local, whatever is seasonal, whatever I haven't eaten for a while. And it's kind of like a vinaigrette. Uh, you know, we have this dish uh, in Ukraine-Russia culture that I'm a part of, you know, half Ukraine and half Russian. And we have this uh, dish vinaigrette where we basically put a lot of different vegetables that we have in our fridge, um, like very simple dressing, and that's the, the salad. And so I try to apply the same vinaigrette principle to everything, like nuts, seeds, I have like a bunch of them, right? Because every nut and seed have different nutrients. Uh, whatever, you know, I can get, uh, I get a whole variety of things. 
vegetables, different colors, uh, different veg every day. Today is broccoli, tomorrow is Brussels sprouts, then spinach, then um, asparagus, whatever I can get my hands on. The same with proteins, you know, today chicken, tomorrow uh, no, chicken livers, the day after um, some prawns, then some salmon. I also try to eat like things like fatty fish every day because omega-3s, right? They are crucial for the brain. But other than that, there's always variety. Then sometimes there is like lamb, sometimes uh, sometimes I even eat beef, but not that often. It's just not available here really. Um, the same with every food group, again, vegetable and fruit and everything, a variety of colors, right? And that's how you hit uh, a lot of different nutrients from different food groups. So that's the principle. And when you start not including whole food groups, like animal products, you know, on vegan, vegetarian diet, you start missing out on some nutrients that are better delivered by animal foods. And it's not my opinion, it's a fact, right? So today we're talking about zinc, that a lot of people are missing out on, not just on vegan and vegetarian diets, plant-based, plant-forward diets, but also on any kinds of diets, but specifically on vegan and vegetarian diets, because zinc is mostly readily available and better absorbed, again, this is a scientific fact, from animal foods. In fact, uh, online you can find studies that say that if you get your zinc from plant-based sources, like certain grains, legumes, or nuts and seeds, um, and you don't get any animal products in your diet, and you don't supplement you will need to increase your zinc consumption by at least 50%. But more often than not, it's just not possible for your body to extract that zinc uh, from those foods like grains, legumes, and nuts, because there are phytates and other anti-nutrients that actually prevent absorption of zinc. Because uh, a lot of plant foods like, again, beans and nuts and seeds and grains, they uh, kind of grab zinc in your digestive system and hold on to it and you excrete it from your digestive system, not being able to absorb. But just because those nuts and seeds and grains and beans, um, as plants, they want to accumulate those nutrients for themselves. It's kind of like automatic response. Whenever they in their surrounding surroundings, uh, they sense those minerals, not just zinc, but other minerals as well, some of them, they kind of grab it and want to hold on to that. So in a case that the grain, for example, a seed decides to sprout into, I don't know, a tree, uh, they have essential minerals because they need that zinc. But then also there are, again, some anti-nutrients that just prevent absorption of the zinc. And also there are fibers that not a lot of digestive systems um, are able to break down fully to absorb all the vitamins and minerals. So again, in studies, they, they say that if you are vegan, vegetarian, that you probably want to overshoot your zinc requirement by at least 50%, but more often than not, it means that you basically need to supplement. And guys, if you're on a vegan, vegetarian diet, you need to, like ideal scenario is you need to consume your zinc supplement, not with phytate-rich foods, so not with beans or grains or um nuts and seeds because, again, because of phytates and other anti-nutrients, that zinc, even in your supplement, is not going to be absorbed that well. So you kind of want to spread it out throughout the day uh, and then consume it before 
or after or in between meals separately. Even better if you consume it with some acid, like something like lemon juice or lime juice, uh, or maybe an acidic fruit, because that increases absorption of zinc. Also, animal products increase absorption of zinc, but because you are on a plant-based diet, you are not consuming those, right? So you're not going to be getting your zinc um, from animal products. If you're a vegetarian and you consume cheese, it seems that cheese um, also, like proteins in cheese products, reduce the the absorption of zinc by, again, quite a lot. So you would probably want to consume your zinc supplement. And again, supplement for vegan and vegetarians, it's really the only option. So you want to consume your zinc supplement outside of cheese products. Fermented products with lactic acid, like yogurt, naturally fermented yogurt, is fine. But again, that's if you are a vegetarian. Um, If you are a vegan, consuming your zinc with plant-based yogurt is also actually quite fine. And that probably will increase the absorption of the zinc because of lactic acid. Again, acid does improve absorption of zinc, unless you take it maybe also with grains and beans. (laughs) That's a situation kind of tricky. Why am I talking about zinc? What is so special about zinc, right, guys? So let me read you from a few sources. A direct role for zinc in DNA and protein synthesis is also evident. Just something I googled from um, from one of the scientific um, data database. Zinc is present in the cell nucleus, uh, chromosomes. Zinc stabilizes the structure of DNA, RNA, and ribosomes. Um, The range of physiological functions of zinc is broad and can be observed in all tissues of the body. In general, zinc is required for DNA synthesis. And by the way, guys, DNA is in all of your cells. Your cells divide nonstop. And every time they divide, they need to replicate that DNA. And so zinc is required for that DNA synthesis. So zinc is required for DNA synthesis, cell division, and growth, for protein synthesis and macronutrient metabolism, and for development and function of most body systems. So would you say zinc is quite important? (laughs) It's required for cell division, cell growth, DNA replication, making of protein. And in the body, guys, everything is either made of protein or made with protein as um, a chemical needed for the reaction to happen, right? So zinc, it is crucial. And in fact, if kids are lacking zinc in their diet, they will not grow and develop all that well, uh, um, especially sexual maturity will not happen as it's supposed to happen because zinc is needed for thyroid stress and sex hormones to carry out their functions. And when the kids grow, especially teenage years, they need to you know develop their uh, sexual um, differences and different systems that. Um, differentiate different sexes, biological sexes, right? And so the kid like might not develop certain gender characteristics, sex characteristics. You know, sex is biological, gender is more of a cultural concept. So zinc is very important for growth and development of kids. Zinc is needed to allow vitamins A, the one that we need for circadian rhythm, for vision, for immune system. Vitamin A and D 
to carry out their functions. Zinc has an especially intimate relationship with vitamin A, again, circadian rhythm, vision, immune system, being required to carry in the blood. Zinc is required to carry in the blood to activate vitamin A to use for vision, for cellular communication. Like magnesium, zinc is needed for the production of all proteins. Since everything in the body is either a protein or is made using proteins, this makes zinc, like magnesium, necessary for literally everything that happens in the body. I'm reading you guys this information from a course done by Chris Masterjohn, PhD, PhD of nutrition. He has his course where he talks in depth about all the essential nutrients, well, most of them. And that's where I'm reading you this from. So the zinc activates enzymes involved in digestion, regulating the balance of acidity and alkalinity, antioxidant protection, thyroid hormone production, the immune system's defense against pathogen. Zinc is required for production of nitric oxide, which aids in blood flow in many contexts, protects against high blood pressure, contributes to sexual arousal in both sexes, and maintains erections in men. Zinc is needed for the body to defend itself against heavy metals such as mercury and lead by allowing the body to respond to them by making a protein that binds them up and prevents them from causing toxicity. Some of our zinc is stored with insulin. When insulin is released by the pancreas in response to carbohydrate, the stored zinc is also released. The zinc sheds off an opposing hormone called glucagon, keeps keeping insulin in the blood longer and acts on insulin receptors to make cells more sensitive to this hormone. Together, this helps keep blood sugar stable and prevent the development of insulin resistance and diabetes. Zinc supplements have been shown to decrease infection, inflammation, oxidative stress, improve blood sugar, and reduce incidence of age-related macular degeneration, a major cause of blindness in the elderly. And again, this is just an outline of what zinc does. Again, it's involved in everything. And our world, people who analyze world health data, they say that probably about 50% of population are deficient, but we don't really know. That's especially present in Asian populations. Maybe that's why also they're not that tall, because they lack zinc. And why do they lack zinc? Because they're not that high, at least previously, or not that high culturally, on animal products. And they eat a lot of beans, legumes, and rice, things that actually prevent us from absorbing zinc. And you know, as when I talk about brain, I always talk about you cannot build a, a robust brain without providing building blocks. So the same with zinc. You cannot grow and develop if you don't get zinc. That is one of the most important, crucial mineral that is involved in growth. So it's kind of like a building block for your development and growth, plus all the other hormonal uh, and immune system and protecting us from oxidative stress kind of functions. You know, the list goes on and on and on for zinc. Uh, The best sources of zinc, well, the best, hands down, is oysters. And oysters, you just need maybe two big oysters and you're done with using for the day. You can be getting plenty, try to eat them separately from any sorts of uh, phytate-rich foods like grains, legumes, etc. 
Um, red meat is the next distant cousin of oysters, meaning that you need to eat still about 300 grams of red, lean, red meat to get your zinc, right? So it's quite a lot compared to just two oysters. Um, in the seafood kingdom, crab and lobster are quite good sources of zinc, but again, you need to eat still about 300 grams. And then other lean cut of poultry, of different cuts of meat and shellfish, you'll need to eat more of that to get your zinc requirements, right? So 400, 500. And for most of us, they're just not doable, right? Uh, there is zinc in dairy products. That's going to depend on the kind of dairy products you consume. Again, in cheese, not that great of a zinc source. So I always tell people, supplement. Because zinc freaking important for everything in your body. And even for me, being an omnivore, like I don't eat that much animal product. It's hard for me to eat that much. So I find it's much easier not to worry to just supplement with zinc. And to be honest, since I started this supplementation, I don't remember when I was last like seriously sick or I felt you know, like something is wrong with my body. Everything kind of works. And whenever I feel like I might be coming down with something, I just double my dose of zinc, take it with lemon or lime juice, you know, that acid that we were talking about. Uh, I spread it out throughout the day, eat it separately from all the beans, legumes, nuts, and seeds. And any kind of thing that I was coming down with, it's done in a day or two. And uh, it actually is supported by the studies and evidence that we have that zinc does have that powerful boosting effect on our immune protection. And so, especially again, you are on plant-based diet. I was a vegan for five years and, you know, I'm not sure where my zinc um, status was, but I can tell you that I did not feel good mentally, emotionally, or physically. It was harder for me to maintain lean body mass, and the reason is being when you don't have enough zinc, you literally shrink, and your body will not build any muscle because zinc is needed to build up that and maintain that muscle protein, right? So if you're someone also who wants to have more leaner, leaner body in general, maybe build up some muscle, you need to have zinc, you need to supplement with that bodybuilding phase or muscle building phase requires more zinc. If you're going through a lot of oxidative stress, you require more zinc. And if you're on plant-based diet, you do not get more zinc. You'd be lucky to get enough of it especially if you eat a lot of grains and legumes and nuts and seeds. By the way, if you do eat grains, legumes and nuts and seeds, um, sprouting them, fermenting them, uh, reduces the amount of phytates and other and other anti-nutrients, and uh, it helps you and your body to be able to absorb more zinc, right? Um, so soak, sprout, ferment, uh, sprouting, you know, soaking and then sprouting is the best way to get to maximize that zinc. But again, I would not rely on plant-based sources to optimize my zinc. And again, you might be struggling with thyroid function or maybe you lost your sexual drive and that has to might has like has a lot to do with zinc status right are you just simply missing zinc try supplementation and see how you do for a couple of weeks try it and see how different aspects of your health that might not be working 
improve. Again, especially on vegan, vegetarian, plant-based diet, just make sure that you do consume that uh, zinc uh, supplement. And again, make sure for bad absorption to take that zinc in a supplement form uh, separately from foods that contain uh, phytates and other anti-nutrients. Specifically, I'm talking about grains, legumes, nuts, and seeds. Even if they're sprouted, I would still take my zinc either on an empty stomach or between meals with some um, with something acidic, maybe your yogurt. Um, and you don't need a lot, you know, maybe like a couple of tablespoons. And then rest, uh, eat your meals separately. And that's it for today, guys. That's what I wanted to share with you. I just wanted to raise your awareness about the zinc and how important it is for your health, your well-being. And guys, when it comes to your brain function, I'm talking about, you know, your immune function, your thyroid function, your stress hormone function, your vitamins like A and D. Vitamin A, for example, is crucial, not just for your immune system, but also for your circadian rhythms. And indirectly because of that, your brain is affected by your zinc status. Plus, a lot of neurotransmitters are made from proteins, and you don't get if you don't get zinc to make them, your mental performance and mental health will suffer, right? It's all connected, everything in our body. And so if you're crucially deficient in one of the key minerals, then everything is going to be negatively impacted. So supplement. Um, if you have any questions about the best kind of supplement, the amount, how to spread it out throughout the day, that is what's recommended for to maximize absorption and effectiveness of that. Please reach out. I'm here to help you out. Please share this episode with other people, maybe on plant-based diet or plant-forward or vegan, vegetarian. Make people aware. You know, it's like sometimes I talk about plant-based diets and um explain to people that they might be deficient in certain nutrients, they start saying, well, I get this from, I don't know, pumpkin seeds. I'm like, yeah, but uh, unless you soak and sprout and eat ton of them, and even if you do that, you're still probably not getting your zinc. And then, I, you know, indirectly, we start talking about what they're experiencing uh, on a health front. And more than not, people are not in that great health, like they're not dying, but a lot of things are suboptimal when they can be easily corrected a lot of times with simple supplement. That's the point. Guys, I really appreciate your attention. Share this episode with people who you think might benefit from it. And as usual, have an awesome weekend, pull in something refreshing, enjoy it, and till next time, as usual, eat better daily.